Hello, hello, it's your boy Hans, joined as always by my friend of 25 years, actor extraordinaire, the GCJ himself, the SSA champion of the world, Mr. JP Wool. How you doing, man? <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you better be. This is week two of JVD SEPT. <laughs> you bet your ass it is. I mean, if you're not good yeah. now, you're never going to be, so. Oh, no way. No way. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Fantastic. I am so excited to get into our movie, Sudden uh, Death. Mm-hmm. Totally. 90s classic. Mm-hmm. But first... As always, what'd you get into this week? What are you watching? What'd you see? So, um, I watched <laughs> my my fiance and I. It's still a oh, weird oh, saying that word. Oh, right. I bet it is. <laughs> um, we ran. Sounds way watched, better than girlfriend, though. It really does. It has girlfriend some more. And boyfriend sounds so like childish and like. Mm-hmm. We need a better word for that. Once you're out of like, once sex takes place. Something more dignified, you know, yeah. like having a girlfriend in your 30s. It's just like, eh, come I on now. I still feel weird saying that, but what uh, else are we supposed to use? Yeah, you're right. My my partner. Pa- my partner, my companion, my, yeah. Um, Those aren't bad. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, we randomly watched John Q the other night. Oh, that's Denzel, right? That old Denzel movie. It was on Never HBO. It's it's okay, you know. I mean, he's always awesome, no matter like right. what he does. He's just so great. Um, the movie itself is very kind of like cheesy and whatever. Um, but you know, it popped up on HBO while we were scrolling for something to watch, and then we is that watched. The one where, sorry, is that the one oh, where no. like his kid's sick or something? Yeah, his kid needs a heart transplant, and That's the healthcare it. is like turning him down and the hospital's being a bunch of jerks about it. And he basically just takes a bunch of people in the hospital hostage saying like, you know, if you don't give my son a heart, uh, I'll kill you kind of, kind of thing. Kind of timely. Yeah, exactly. Like so many healthcare issues like popped up in it and it's just like, Oh man, this, this movie was made almost 20 years ago and it's still so relevant. Yeah. Um, Sorry. What else were you saying? Oh, that's okay. Um, then we watched, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but have you ever seen Misery with Kathy Bates oh, and James Caan? Yeah. That's like the, uh, they got the famous leg breaking scene and all that. Oh God. But, um, I had seen that movie like a million, million years ago, almost Same. to the point where, you know, I didn't really remember anything other than that, like awful right. hobbling scene. It's unforgettable. Mm-hmm. But Haley had never seen it. So oh, we nice. watched it. And oh my god, I thought it's I thought it was great. You know, Rob Reiner directed it. William Goldman wrote the script. You know, he wrote like Chinatown. Oh, nice. um, he like he wrote the book to save the cat, the famous screenwriting book. Oh okay. Yeah, and he or he wrote the Sting, not the Sting. I take that back. He wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Basically, his pedigree is ridiculous. So yes, and Stephen seriously. King wrote the book. So. Oh, nice! Another Stephen yeah. King. Mm-hmm. But that was a really, really great movie. And then I've—I think I've watched that new Batman trailer about fifteen times yes. now. I wanted to get into all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What about you? Other than the Batman trailer, what have you watched? Nothing much. I rewatched New Girl because 
I love that show. <laughs> yeah, I love that show too. It's so, so funny. Underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just finished that. I have heard that there's a possibility they're gonna be getting all getting back together to do something. Oh, the kind of... it'll just be like a reunion show, or maybe some streaming service is like, hey, we'll pick it back up. I don't know. But Jake Johnson's been rolling around saying a number of things, so fingers mm. crossed on that one. That would be great. Oh yeah, for sure. And last night I watched the other guys. Oh, love that one. That's criminally underrated as well. I'm so underrated. It's so good. Just, I mean, I mean to make Mark Wahlberg likable or like enjoyable, that's a mm. feat itself. That whisper, the whisper fight at the funeral is so funny. <laughs> See, every, I've seen it a number of times, and every time I notice something different, I had completely forgotten about that whisper fight. I'm glad you brought that mm-hmm. up. So I was like, whoa, am I watching a different version? I don't even recall this. But, oh, oh, there's so, so many good people. Michael Keaton as the as the chief or mm-hmm. whoever he's playing, their boss. <laughs> and you get your Samuel L. and The Rock at the beginning. Damon Wayans Jr. and uh, Rob Riggle as the other oh. cops. So funny. So many people. Chris Gethard even shows up for like a minute in that. Yeah. And like um, I love Chris Gethard. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Rob Hubel. Yeah, Hubel's in it. Ta- he's the one who explains the, the bomb orgy in his car. <laughs> <and it's> pretty- <laughs> I need to I need to revisit that. That one's a so good, good one. That's a it's fun a, one. It's on Netflix. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so easy. I believe I actually own it, too, but that's what mm-hmm. I watched. Yeah. But yeah, that's about all I've been watching. There's actually been uh, some news. Things came out. Oh. As, what you, a- as you said, the trailer. First, I wanted to touch on The Boys. Comes back next week. Uh, uh, 4th, I believe. So, so that'd be excited. Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. I can't remember if they're going to... I believe they dropped them all the first time. I'm not sure if they're going to do that again, but... I'm very excited for that. I've been looking forward to that one for a while. Yeah, definitely. I love the first season. Me too. Um, I'll have to rewatch yeah. the rest. I, j- I started a rewatch and got distracted. I'll have to watch the rest of them before, mm-hmm. before that mm-hmm. comes. That'll be fun. Definitely. So that's a, a little bit of news. Uh, New Mutants came out. The reviews are not great. Really? I didn't see that. I, I was just, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes isn't and end all be all but there's like 20 reviews on it i want to say it's at around 20 <laughs> percent oh maybe that's why they held off on dropping it for so many yeah. years i mean there was just no way that was going to be good mm-hmm. they had like so many different release dates planned for that it's almost crazy i mean it just yeah. became a running joke it was like it, i actually thought we'd never see it but i will watch it yeah it's in theaters but I, I mean i'm not going to the theater i don't they're not even open in New York, so yeah, neither even if are I they wanted here. to. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But I will check it out. Hopefully, it comes to streaming sooner rather than later. Oh, I'm sure it will. Then, stick with our that superhero theme. We had the DC fandom. Huge! So many yeah. things dropped. I wasn't looking forward to that at all. I didn't think it was going to be anything, but man, some awesome stuff came out of that. The Batman trailer, like you said was awesome that was I one of the better trailers I've seen. with nirvana playing behind it starts off with the the duct tape and the real uh, i assume that was 
Riddler. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I thought too. I loved it. I've I just the, the music choice, the narrating. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a great Gordon. I love he's gonna be right. a he's gonna be a great Gordon. And then uh, you know Andy Serkis is Alfred. Yeah. Um. Well, you didn't get a skin, but you you heard him. Yeah. For a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so fucking stoked for that. Me too. I love the the Batman costume too. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I like the smaller Batman. Like I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman, but he was just like a brick shit house. Like he was just a beast, you know. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Which, that's fine. That's a version of Batman that can be very cool. And I thought he looked. I thought that suit looked great, and he did a good job with the shit he had to work with. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the. He's all thin and uh, just. He looks great. I love when he takes the shot to the chest to the Batman logo. I don't know if you noticed that. It's really quick, but it like lights up almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super, it's like a super quick shot, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Ah, uh, awesome. And then, of course, the the scene that really drives it home. You know, the guy asks him who he is. They're this gang, and, like, I don't know who they were supposed to be. They're in a bunch of, like, face paint, almost, like, Joker-like face paint. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> he just absolutely destroys that dude. <laughs> and, like, the sound drops out, so it's just... You can just hear the the punches connecting. It's like broken arm and like just fist on face. It's just ugh. like the just sound visceral like, and ugh. and I then he takes him down and he decides to do a couple more punches just for good measure. Just like a psychopath. It's like um, did you ever watch the 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 animated Batman movie, The Dark Knight Returns, with with uh, uh, Frank Weller is. I no. love this animated series. I used to watch that. Yeah. Well, not. I don't want to give anything away, but there's a scene in the first one where he... Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say it because I <laughs> want you to see it because I know you'll enjoy it. And yeah. for you know anybody listening, I want you guys to see it. It's on HBO Max. It's so yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's a bunch on there. Yeah. DC uh, does a really good job with their animated stuff. They kill it. A really under- good job. Um, I watched Year One, Batman Year One again. Ooh, I've seen I've seen most of that. I came I turned it on once when it was already yeah. in. This uh, is supposed to this movie is supposed to be like Year Two. Yeah, and it's like, um, did you ever read The Long Halloween? Uh, I've seen I bits and pieces. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it's I know that he uh, Matt Reeves took a lot. He right, said the right. long Halloween was um, that a Hush. huge inspiration. And Hush, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, very excited for that. You even got a peek at uh, Colin Colin Farrell as the Penguin. He was unrecognizable. Unrecognizable, like so much like makeup and prostitution. I think he was in that shot of like he was. I think he was the dude in the car driving away, being like, "He's a lunatic or he's yeah, crazy." Yeah, uh huh. It was. That was him. It looked nothing like him. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So stoked. Then, then, of course, after he beats the hell out of that dude, he just, I'm vengeance. Uh, Instead awesome. of doing the, I'm Batman, like that, I like that subversion. Because I thought, I, I mean, I thought that's exactly where they're going with it, but nope. Yeah, yeah. And I got some really heavy, the crow vibes with his, like, eye, eye makeup and, like, the hair. Mm-hmm. 
very excited. Oh, yeah. That's a movie we should do on here at some point. Oh, absolutely. We'll do a whole thing for that. Maybe we'll go back and do some of the animated stuff before leading up, and and we'll definitely do some sort of review or something on that when that comes out. Totally. 2021, it seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the only thing we got from the Dome. We also got Suicide Squad. It was it wasn't a trailer, but it was like a behind the scenes kind of teaser introduction to, to the characters. Mm-hmm. Like a sneak peek, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And that man, that that looked cool. Really oh did. yeah, James Gunn. James, James Gunn, Gunn. He just fires on all cylinders. Like I love his movies, Me too. and um, I just have you know, especially giving him an R rating too. Yeah, it's then like, he could really play. Oh his yeah, backgrounds in some like kind of messy gory horror type movies yep yep mm-hmm. like so to let him cut loose and, i mean you saw what he did with guardians and those movies are great but he obviously can't go all out for that but here uh, i'm very excited to see what what he puts together totally oh yeah and, and all the different characters are all just so ridiculous like the polka dot man and, <laughs> <laughs> and john he- cena is like just a horrible Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> like a douche, douchebag yeah. Captain America. Just a crazy Captain America that, like, he'll do anything he has to for, like, for, like, peace and justice, even if he has to kill everyone in the world. Such <laughs> 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 a It's great. Oh, awesome. I can't wait. I really can't yeah, wait. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. We also got a game for the Suicide Squad. There's a couple games that were announced. Mm-hmm. That, like, there's a Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That looks interesting. Seems like mm. the Justice League's possessed by someone. You don't really get a feel for it, but you see like Superman uh, just like destroy a guy. Like it made me think of uh, uh, of the guy in the Homelander from the from the boys. He just like oh lasers, yeah 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 lasers a guy right in their faces. That looked like it could be interesting. It, we didn't get any gameplay. But uh, I, I think that could be fun. I think it's made by the same people who made, like, all the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. And those, those are very good. So, so I good. hope for that. We also got a, another preview for another game, Gotham Knights. Which looks dope. Yeah. Batman's apparently dead, so it's all the Bat family. You got your Batgirls, your Red Hood, your, your Nightwing, and I think... Uh, I think is it Jason? I, I don't know if they said which Robin. I think it's. I think it's Jason. Tim. I think Tim, it's Tim Drake. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. So that should be that should be interesting too. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to both of those. Anything? Uh, I, and we all. Oh, not to be left out. We got a trailer for Snyder Cut. Oh right! Yeah, very Snydery. Yeah, I mean, the music choice, the hallelujah, I mean, just like, I mean, he put that in, he loves that song, he put that in Watchmen, mm-hmm. during yeah. the sex scene with Owl and, and uh, Silk Spectre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He loves that song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked for, for the trailer. I liked, uh, Steppenwolf looked a lot better. I mean, he looked like garbage in the original, so it was, there's really no way you could make him look better. I I have to say that I didn't even see Justice League just because I heard so many people talk so much trash on it. 
I thought, mm, I'll yeah. pass. I mean, I did too. And when I went in, so I was able to go into it knowing like this is probably going to be shit and just be able to try and enjoy it for what it was. Because I mean, those I like those characters. You know, I like comic books. I like comic book movies. So yeah, I go of into it with zero expectations. I mean, I had fun, but it's a shit movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can very much tell that there were multiple people involved, and that's usually the the worst sign that art's gonna be uh, not what it could be. Yeah. Yeah, for Most sure. Great art is one person's vision executed without outside interference. So. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that turns out. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to do a lot more on a couple of the other characters like Cyborg and uh, The Flash that didn't have their own movies, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense because they were just all of a sudden there. Like We had other movies to introduce most of the other characters, but they were just, all right, here we go. Let's move mm-hmm. on. Right, exactly. A lot of backstory. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I had forgot about this, that... Reminds me, the there's a Flash movie. Yeah, with uh, uh, the guy who directed the It movies, Andy Muschietti. Muschietti. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, they've been talking about a Flash movie forever, so I don't usually take it that seriously. But it sounds like this one might actually happen. It seems yeah. like it's Flashpoint, which is really perfect for the universe they have. I know it's probably accidental because they wanted to do a Marvel-type thing, and that clearly didn't work. But now, since they have all these different people playing the same characters and all these different continuities and timelines. That's perfect for Flashpoint because it's all about different, like, multiverses and timelines like that. Yeah. So it really fits perfect. And Affleck's supposed to come back. And Keaton. Yes. Is he... Uh, I hope he's, like, a Batman Beyond, like, type. I think he's uh, supposed to be, like... What's the Batman that has, like, like the neck brace and he's, like, all beaten and... I, I can't, that might be from that, but just like an old, withered, like, Batman. Mm-hmm. And then Affleck's supposed to give him his new suit. Oh, like, I like actually, that. That's one of the few things I liked from the Justice League. I actually thought his suit was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. So hopefully they don't stray too far from that, but, I mean, hopefully they I, <laughs> I'm... I'm not to the point where I'm like I'm just gonna trust them; they know what they're doing. But it seems like they're figuring things out. Yeah, for sure. So the last couple of things have been have been good. I mean, like I, I didn't I I enjoyed Birds of Prey. I mean, there's people who did and didn't, but I thought it was fun. Uh, I still need to watch that. Joker was. I mean, a lot of people love that. I thought it was fine, but I like the different directions they're going. Mm-hmm. They're actually yeah. bringing in some good names. Yeah. Direct their way too much about the harley quinn animated but i mean that's great and they have a bunch of stuff coming so stuff to be excited about oh for sure i think that's all i have for that yeah i'm all good i'm ready to jump into this crazy movie get into our feature presentation And now, our feature presentation. Sudden Death from 1995, directed by Peter Hyams, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as Darren McCord, mm-hmm. Irish 
fireman. <laughs> yeah. And Powers Booth as Joshua Frost, some former C- disgruntled CIA agent, apparently, ex-CIA. Mm-hmm. So the director, he, his, his filmography, he also directed Time Cop, which we will be doing next week. Fantastic. End of Days. Oh. And what I think was a sequel to 2000 The Space Odyssey called 2010. What? Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, man. <laughs> I just read really quick, and it mentioned Hal, and it mentioned like, a couple other things. So I oh think it was meant to be a sequel, which I didn't know existed. I think I'd heard of it, I think. But first of all, one, why would you ever want to make a sequel to that? And two, follow in the footsteps of one of the best film directors to ever live. Right. Oh, my God. It did star Rob Rob Scheider from Jaws. Oh, Scheider, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider from Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and <laughs> you can do it. Although, may have made for a better movie. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, this is not exactly a star-studded cast. I didn't really recognize any of the other actors' names. But the writer, well, there's two writers. One, she had, she had like one other credit, and I'd never heard of it. And the other writer, Gene Quintano, Quintino, he wrote Police Academy 3, 4, 5, Loaded Weapon, which mm. was the parody of Lethal Weapon, and probably the peak of his pinnacle of his career, Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, lovely, starring uh, Ray Liotta, and isn't Danny Glover in that movie, too? <laughs> I, I think hope so. I know Ray Liotta is, for sure. Ray Liotta. Doing fellas, man. What are you doing? Paycheck. Paycheck, baby. Save your money, man. I did recognize the the guy who plays the vice president. His name's Raymond Barry, and he's just one of those, like, classic character actors. I remember him uh, from um, Justified, because he played... um, Okay. Gosh, who was he? uh, Raylan's dad? He was... He was... He was one of the characters' dads on the show. I nice. forget which one, but he's just one of those random character actors. He has like 127 credits on IMDb. Yeah, he's just he been was, around forever. He was really one of the only other people that I, I, I didn't. I semi, I saw the name. I was like, oh, I think I, I've heard that before, and I mm. semi recognized him. But there wasn't much more of that. There's just a lot of people I, I didn't really know of. So this movie, <laughs> it's another confusing one. 51 percent. From critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience, 39. Huh. I mean, honestly, neither of those should be as high as they are. Yeah, This that's movie. True. Look, I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Let me say that. But this movie is, This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's so ridiculous. Well, not ever, but man, I... There's a couple scenes. I mean, it's not that bad until... We'll talk about these few different... I have two that come to mind that it's just... After the first one happened, I had to pause it and not watch the rest of it for the night because I, I couldn't just stop maniacally laughing. I, I couldn't. <laughs> my brain like, couldn't, 
compute what I had just seen. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Let's do it. We open on a house fire. McCord, JVD. I'm not going to call him McCord. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call him JVD the rest of this. Yeah. Because they never really say his name, and he's not Irish, so moving on. <laughs> JVD is trying to save a little girl from this house fire, because he's, he's a fireman. And she, some explosion happens. She, like, dies in his arms, I guess. You and that's really see what happens. He's fine. Yeah. And like, it's, like, really quick. And they just, like, smash cut to two years later. Yeah. The way I took it was she, uh, she like, asphyxiated or something. Because, remember, he has, like, the mask, his oh, oxygen okay. mask over her face. But the open eye death. Yeah. It's always just so brutal and like yeah. unnecessary. It's like, oh God, just that lifeless little yeah. little girl. Especially I was like, like oh my kid. God. Yeah. It does set the tone for the rest of the movie though, because there's some brutal stuff that happens. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But geez, so brutal. So they love their title cards in this movie. Mm-hmm. Two years later, game day. Oh. I don't know if I read this right, but I feel like it's important. Because they actually use real NHL teams in this movie. Yes, they do. I read that the owner of the Penguins produced this movie. I think I think his I I have to or look someone into it in the more, family. It's someone connected with the Penguins. I think his I think his like some somebody high up in the Penguins. His wife thought of the story. Oh for wow, it. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, this was billed as like diehard at like a hockey game oh yeah i think that's how like it might even been like a tagline for the poster or something i mean it makes it makes sense i i forgot about that and i wrote that note i said very diehard ask mccord mclean oh uh, yeah i didn't pick up that part the detonators right a man on his own Uh uh-huh family involved yep so we get the title card game day it's game seven of the stanley cup for some reason the vice president's going He's in attendance. We get that mentioned numerous times, just in case you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And we get the bad guys show up for the first part to put their plan in motion because we don't know what's we don't know what's going on. They uh they pull up to like a construction team. I don't know to like work for the city, and they quickly kill them, take their cars and their uh, their uh, badges and everything. So I guess we're led to believe that this is how they're getting into the game. Just in cold blood. Just like, yeah, "Eh, we're just going to murder these guys. And they do that dick move where it's like, get in the car, like, this isn't worth dying over, and then immediately shoot them. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Why? So I I guess that's just setting the stage. That's how we know they're they're real bad dudes. Mm -hmm. Then we get JVD goes to pick up his son and daughter. He's divorced. His his wife's angry with him. Not happy he's there for some reason. He he picks up the kids. He mentions for the second time already, and then we're like a minute and a half into this movie, that the vice president's going to be there. And we he's, get a little exposition about his character, that he's like a fire inspector for the stadium yeah. now, and, and it's like, Daddy's a fireman! Dad's not a fireman anymore, right. Emily! You know, just like yeah. very expositional little stuff. Yeah, there. we're supposed yeah. to take that that incident with the little girl, like messed him up, and so he he can't go into 
fires like a fireman anymore, so now he's like desk job as a fire inspector, you know, because he, he can't hack it. He's, he's mm-hmm. it broke him. So yeah, wife, he has a little more interaction with the wife. She's not happy with him. It seems like they're establishing the like absent father trope, but then they kind of go away from that later on in the movie. But it that's I thought that's what they're setting up there. Yeah, so, like, he's yeah. Not he's you know maybe he's like boozing. He, he can't get his life together after this traumatic incident, but he's mm-hmm. trying to make good with his kids. Take him to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals with the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. I did think it was pretty cool that they had actual logos and teams because this very easily could have been one of those like the knights versus like the renegades you know yeah like any given sunday style yeah Yeah. most sports movies when they try to do professional teams they don't have the backing of of the league i think it's because they usually like in movies especially like in any given sunday you see the teams in a negative light but whereas these guys it's literally just the team playing and then the shit happens around exactly And it's nothing bad, really. Well, sort of, I guess. Yeah. In the locker room, but we'll get to that. Yeah. I guess that would make sense, though, if someone within the organization's ownership was involved Mm -hmm. to get rolling. I mean, we even see, like, ESPN cameras and stuff, so I thought that was kind of interesting. They used a lot of real-world stuff that you don't often get anymore in movies. Yeah, not at all. There's too many copyright issues and con- contractual right. stuff. It's almost and... like not worth it for a filmmaker to even deal with it. Because if you're going to use these these brand names, a lot of times you'll get uh, the the companies meddling in in what you're doing. You know, lawyers involved. It's like, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. So it's a lot of times I think it's just easier to to make things up. Right. Uh huh. I think being back, maybe things hadn't quite gotten that far in the '90s. <laughs> But I, I can't see it happening today. Yeah. Well, it, this movie was shot during the NHL lockout, so I'm sure that helped, too. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just like, let's get hockey out there any way we can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he picks up his kids. We, we get a couple little things that are obvious. They don't seem like they're anything, but they're obvious, so you know they're going to come back at some point. Like, this, his daughter, for some reason, knows sign language. Neither of them are deaf. I don't know where. Like, there's no deaf family member, right? No, no, yeah. But she's doing the I, the yeah. I love you. Yeah, which is, comes out of nowhere, which makes you know it's going to play later on. Mm-hmm. I, I think she, that's the first uh, in, introduction of her stamp that she has, too, which, of course, also comes into play. She's mm-hmm. like, love stamping people's hands, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So then we go, we get to the bad guys. They're gearing up in the abandoned warehouse as, as bad guys are want to do. We, we see frost for the first time powers booth. Mm-hmm. All those guys are gearing up, getting their guns ready, locking and loading. He just walks over, sets down like a plushy stuffed penguin with an egg timer. <laughs> sets it and walks away. It doesn't say anything. Everyone freaks out and like goes double time. I guess there's, like, an explosive in the penguin. Blows up. I, I don't know. I don't know who that was for. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought that, too. I wrote a note. I was like, hmm. It was very weird because like, it tells the audience, oh, that's how they're smuggling the bombs in, right? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like there's multiple methods. Yeah, because of, like, 
the other the was the yeah the reoccurring popcorn. Who pops popcorn and brings it in the stadium? Have you, every game I've ever been to at any event that has popcorn, they pop it right there. Yeah, it's not an expensive thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> if it anything, takes up it's yeah. so much room when it's when it's popped. It takes up like ten times more space. Like the, it makes no sense. Yeah, and they never really address it. It's just implied that there must be something inside of those. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows up so often, which <laughs> on like a two-hour runtime, I don't know. Maybe address some of the main plot points of the movie. Yeah. But also, you're putting your gun into some greasy-ass, buttery popcorn. Isn't that going to mess with your gun a little bit? Doesn't seem like a good idea. No, not particularly. I mean, anyone who sees that would be like, why are you bringing in popcorn? (laughs) Yeah, we got a popper upstairs. It's cheaper. It actually costs us more money to to bring in the popcorn. Just absurd, but okay. (laughs) Throughout all this, we keep getting... More title card updates, countdowns. It's like two hours till face-off. Then, I think I counted. It was like 45 seconds of movie time. And then we get another one, and it goes 30 minutes till. (laughs) (laughs) It's cruising. So. Then we get our introduction to the Secret Service people. Because, as mentioned multiple times, the Vice President will be here. Mm -hmm. And he puts, he puts this, like, old like thousand year old chef in charge apparently they have like a michelin rated chef in in this stadium to cook up hot dogs and not popcorn apparently yeah yeah but yeah he's like shown as like this guy he's like throwing knives around and like doing tricks like he's at some grandiose steakhouse (laughs) that's why nobody uh complains about my cooking (laughs) (laughs) no it's because they're hammered of tall boys watching hockey. Yeah, exactly. So he puts him in charge. He's like, no one goes through this door unless you know them. Okay. Maybe, maybe put one of the agents in charge of that. I don't know. Sure. The chef, yeah. chef works. Like, maybe if it was the president, he would have put an agent in charge. But it's just the vice president. We'll let this guy do it. We yeah, just we'll, He'll be fine. We'll let this old-ass chef make all the decisions. <laughs> right. And... <laughs> then we go to the bad guys getting into the stadium. The one of the guys who killed the construction workers, he's like stereotypical bad guy in sunglasses, ratty hair. <laughs> I love that <laughs> his his fake ID that he stole that had their pictures. He was wearing the sunglasses in the ID. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. No ID picture ever would allow you to do that. Um, no. Nonsense. Yeah. Oh my but, god. Yeah, they get in just fine. Right after JVD and his kids do, they're like right behind him. The stamp appears again. She, the mm-hmm. girl stamps the old dude letting everybody in. He must be. He must have like cataracts or something. <laughs> Who's this beauty? <laughs> just creepy old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they get in off with the mascot, who's this lady that. He seems to know. And they, they wander off somewhere, and he takes his son into the locker room to meet the players, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have some fun interactions. They're, what were they speaking? He pulls out his French. He starts speaking French to one of the guys, and, like... Yeah. Son calls him out for, like, talking crap about 
the goalie or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I guess it's kind of he kind of like very briefly alludes to that he's Canadian or that he played hockey in yeah. Canada. They do something. mention he played hockey, which I didn't think anything of at the time. But boy, does that come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're doing their thing in the locker room, whatever, chatting about. Uh, they then take them into the kitchen. He meets the old chef. He's, like, flipping knives around, being all fancy, whatever. Then the VP arrives, finally. And he's he goes into, like, they take him to the owner's box, or the whatever box, special box for him. And then we get to, they cut away to, like, some suburban street. And we get another crucifix ears, just like Roadhouse. His are a little more pronounced. <laughs> they look all nonsensical. Mm-hmm. He like comes up to this old lady who's like gardening. We don't know who she is. Takes her, like, shows her the gun, says like, "We need to go inside." So that's going to be a plot point, but we don't know what's going on yet. Mm-hmm. He eventually we get to that's the wife of the chef, and since he's but been put in, in charge of this entire operation they threaten the wife and to call and makes her make that make her call him to be like these two guys are going to come in there with me like vouch for him because that's how they're going to get into the the vice president's uh suite or box so he of course does this he the guy Crucifix ears immediately just shoots the old lady. Yeah. God, this movie is so brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. She's like 80 years old. Like, what the fuck? He's like, okay, time to go. I did like how she was a bit sassy before when he asked for like big Newtons. She goes to get it and she's like, my machine gun's in the crisper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty solid line. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give it to him, old lady. That's right. R.I.P. Old lady. So they, bad guys make their move during the national anthem. So no one's like paying attention. Everyone's got their hand over their harpy and all patriotic and shit. They burst into the, into the, into the box, shoot a bunch of the secret service guys, take it over. Immediately, Powers Booth kills the chef. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you don't want more hostages, sure. Whatever. Making his, just dragging his balls all over the place. Yeah, he lost, he just lost his wife. He would have been, he, he would have been. He would have been lonely. Yeah, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> all right, sure. You're a hero. Mm-hmm. Frost. Frost is a great name for a villain, by the way. Oh, fantastic name. So yeah, he kills the chef. A couple of the guards are killed. One of them's, like, injured. It's like, because they're really establishing how bad of a guy he is. It's like, we need to get him a doctor. He just immediately shoots him. It's like, doesn't need a doctor if he's dead. Some corny-ass line like that. And then doesn't he shoot the guy who said he needs a doctor? He, like, shoots him in the leg or something? He, just like Not that guy, but, yeah, another guy that's, like, on the ground. He just, like, walks, as he's walking away, just shoots another guy in the, in the leg for no reason. Yeah, like, what's that all about? They're <laughs> just really laying it on thick that this is a bad dude. If mm-hmm. that wasn't completely obvious. So, 
He lay, Frost lays out his plan. They apparently have all this money in these frozen accounts, and he wants it to be released. And he wants a third of it released every single period of the game. The first period, the third, so on and so forth. If he doesn't, he's going to start killing hostages. So, and during and around this time, what's his name? JVD, he, uh, he has to go do some work. So he leaves his kids just in this raucous hockey game by themselves. Neither could be over, like, 12 years old. Yeah, very young. Very young well. children. But yeah. I guess that was back in the '90s when parents were True. parents were more apt to leave their children alone in crowded right. areas. Yeah, I mean, I used to just leave it like when the sun came up and not come home till the sun came down. They didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but we, we, we also grew up in Des Moines, Iowa, and not true. Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. Yeah, I mean, hockey fans are known for their their stability, and you know. <laughs> No, they they never get out of line. <laughs> so kids start fighting, daughter runs off, whatever. He like shoots her with a squirt gun that he's smuggled in for some reason. Yeah, he was being an asshole. He, was. And he, he like squirts her and right in the face, makes her drop her soda. Not cool, man. That's probably like fourteen dollars. Seriously. So things start moving a little bit quickly. First period ends. And they, they haven't moved any money yet. So Frost kills the mayor's wife. I guess the mayor's there. Because she's been crying the whole time. And he says she was the most annoying one. So <laughs> that's his reasoning <laughs> for picking her. Which, okay. <laughs> and I feel like this is like the first. I know it's not going to be the first. But I feel like for me, it's one of the first movies where you hear like the term billion dollars. Like bad guys yeah. wanting in the billions. Where it's yeah. like you know, before, you know, like Hans Gruber, he's like, you know, a hundred million dollars. Right. You know, where this is like one point seven billion dollars. You're like, whoa, that's a lot of that's, money. That's true. That is that is one of the first times we jumped up to this crazy amount. Mm-hmm. Which actually, to their credit, that makes a lot more sense of why you would go to all this trouble and risk so much with a bunch of people. Exactly. It's like a hundred million dollars you split like twelve different ways or whatever it is, it's not that much. Mm-hmm. to then be like a fugitive for the rest of your life so yeah daughter runs off first period ends covered all that <laughs> apparently they also infiltrated the mascot <laughs> because there's a different lady inside and she the, the kid goes to like the bathroom and stumbles upon this murdered lady in the stall, the the new bad lady in the mascot costume had murdered this lady. She stumbles upon it. So this, I mean, this kid's traumatized. I see. Ah! <laughs> and so the, the mascot lady takes her, like, captive. <laughs> there's, there's a penguin chase for a little bit because she's dragging <laughs> her along. And JVD sees her, chases the penguin for a while. Penguin then tries to bring her back up to the to where they're all stationed with the vice president. Uh, Penguin murders the Secret Service guard at the elevator. Just shoots him right in the face. Yeah, <laughs> the image of that mascot costume just pulling out the gun. 
it's so ridiculous. <laughs> and not even close to the most ridiculous thing that happens with oh, said no. mascot. Oh, no. So he takes her up. To, so that's another hostage. JVD was not too far behind. And that's when we get the penguin fight. One of the best fight scenes ever. Ever. It is unbelievable that this exists. I mean, just think about on a movie set. Like, this fight probably took multiple days, right? Oh, easily. Lighting and blocking and stunts. Yeah. Not only was this written, people took multiple days to film it and then were like, hell yeah, this was a good idea. And, and man, I got to say, that is one tough-ass lady. She put up the biggest fight out of everybody. She was manhandling him. Yeah, throwing she... him around the kitchen. Which I thought was odd that everything was on. Because <laughs> yeah, the deli cutter. They the... made a point to be like, once you serve him the food, everything gets turned off. Like, that mm-hmm. was a line. Like, why, why even say that? Yeah. Because that... Clearly didn't happen. No. <laughs> yeah, the deli cutter. He she tries to slice his face with the deli cutter. Tries to burn his face on a grill. Like all these, there's like steaks and like all sorts of things. Like who's cooking this? <laughs> yeah. All like ready to serve. Like the fryer's on. He jams her her hand into the fryer. Mm-hmm. Tries to cut her head off with the exhaust fan above the fryer, which is just laughable because it just shreds the top of part of her penguin costume head <laughs> like she, she doesn't take the, costume, the head off this entire time like she's in full costume i cannot stress that enough <laughs> he, so he tries to cut her head off they keep he keep fighting she pulls a meat tenderizer on him and he then blinds her with like oregano or red peppers or something yeah red pepper flakes right in the eyeballs we get that close up of her eyes going wide, like when she sees what he's about to do. <laughs> so he blinds her with that and kicks her into a dishwasher. It's like on a conveyor belt type dishwasher. Yeah. Sucks her in, kills her. She's killed by a dishwasher. Killed by a motherfucking dishwasher. But you'd think, like, she put up the best fight out of oh, yeah. everyone. Why wasn't she, like, Powers Booth's, like, right-hand person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did that all in this enormous mascot costume. Like, think of what she could have done if she was free and loose and didn't, unencumbered. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie would have been over right then. Bad guys would have gotten away. Because he has no problem with anybody else. Like, he may get punched, like, a handful of times total. Yeah. It, but mm-hmm. she just beats the living hell out of him. Just the living hell. <laughs> so, so she's dead. You get the view of her, to, so you know she's dead on out the other side. Her, her top had finally come off, or the, uh, the head had finally come off. So we see she's she's big dead. Mm-hmm. And the second period begins. McCord is like going around the stadium trying to find like a like a a phone to like call people, call the police or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Find some... He's, what is he? He's find some security guy who's, of course, a bad guy in disguise. He tries to help, for him to help him. And during this, 
the Secret Service gets, gets a hold of Frost. Like, they're, you know, trying to... He keeps talking about what he wants, this and that. Because they didn't meet his his expectations in the first period. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he goes over his, his demands again. And... <laughs> and when he's... So we get back to JVD and the security guard. And they're, like, in the bowels of the stadium looking around. And the security guard outs himself as a bad guy by dropping JVD's daughter's name for absolutely no reason. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I always do things like that. Really? How have you gotten this far if you always do things like that? Why did they bring you on this crew? Exactly. You're you're a bad, bad guy, sir. Very bad. So they, they punch a bit. He, he has, again, he has a much easier time with this guy than the full costume lady. Mm-hmm. And he decides to torture him to get information out of him by repeatedly pushing his head onto what I guess is just dry ice that's sitting around. That's what I thought, too, yeah. yeah I don't know what it was doing back there, what, why it was just, like, uncovered, <laughs> whatever <laughs> what happens. <laughs> So, this is so brutal. He he gets the information out of him, and the guy pulls a knife out of, like, his boot. So, so Van Damme stabs him in the neck with a chicken bone, I believe. Yeah, it was a (laughs) chicken. Just, like, like breaks it off on the counter, whereas, like, that's the most brittle-ass chicken bone ever. And then just right in the guy's neck. So brutal. We get like a close up of it. It's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. So one bad guy down, I guess, or another bad guy down. He, then he he keeps a search, trying to find a working phone. And that's when he runs into the original mascot lady, who's just like hanging in a closet, like from the coat rack, mm-hmm. with a gunshot wound to her head. So she's dead. We, I mean, we didn't. It's supposed to be like this emotional moment, but. We didn't get any on-screen time with her. She just, like, walked away immediately when they first came in. Yeah, we we literally meet her for two seconds. Yeah. And then that's it. Bye. There had to have been something cut out of that because mm-hmm. he's real upset. So, and then he does the the classic finger-eye-close bit. Because when someone dies in an action movie with their yeah. eyes open, Hero has to close them with their fingers. He did that, which I love. Mm-hmm. love that. He oh, did hit well, a lot of those notes, which I really appreciate. Oh, definitely. He then he finds some sort of like walkie-talkie or radio or something. Calls nine one one. Has him patch him into the Secret Service. Um, he's talking to them, trying to sort things out. And a bunch of like cars just start blowing up in the parking lot for some reason. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. I put cars blowing up in parking lot, question yeah. mark. Yeah. I mean, we're led to make the assumption that they put bombs in there, but there's never any part on film that alluded to that was, like, a thing. hmm So that happens, I guess. Didn't really have any bearing on the movie whatsoever. It didn't need to happen. But because they blew these cars up, they wanted to use it. <laughs> So JVD gets frustrated. He's like, I'm just going to do it myself. He's not getting anywhere at the Secret Service. He's mm-hmm. not getting the answers he wants. <laughs> and 
Crucifix Sears apparently made it back from the old lady's house because he's on the roof. With a with a motherfucking rocket launcher. Yep. Who so is police this guy? try to like helicopter in? They just have like one guy dangling from like a rope. I don't know what they were planning on doing, what the plan was there. Yeah. But yeah, Crucifix Sears rocket launcher the helicopter. <laughs> Knocks the guy off somehow. I don't know. <laughs> so this this of course makes Frost very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And his retaliation is to apparently kill the Zamboni driver, strap him to the Zamboni, and fire it out the the door into like the all where all the police are. <laughs> so he shows his dis- displeasure with the situation. Yeah, and all the all the just dead guys that just come out of the Zamboni. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like so brutal. I mean, granted, I'm not a prude when it comes to like movie violence. But just, yeah, it seems really yeah. just, like bleak and excessive, and just like right. oh god, they not only kill people, but like it's and it's not even the violence; it's like the mental shit going on beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like we talked before, where he's like, "Oh, we're not going to kill you guys," and then immediately kills them, and like he's just like toying. They're all just like toying with their victims, like psychologically, which is just feels really gross. Yeah, definitely. I think that was what made it hit harder than any, or what stood out for me that more than anything was just they didn't just kill people they like they tortured they psychologically tortured them right yeah. up until they killed them it's just <laughs> messed up man <laughs> so so all this happens right Van Dam's gonna do it himself he starts looking for bombs because he, he's a fire inspector he knows like all the places structurally, like where they would put, which makes sense. Yeah, he knows he knows the places that would be best for him. So he starts looking around. He uh, he finds one of the bombs, and uh, as this is happening, the uh, second period ends. So we keep going back and forth between him trying to defuse this bomb, and and Frost up in the box, and he kills the mayor whose wife he'd already killed, and then. I thought he was, like, they made it seem like Frost was trying to, like, blow up one of the bombs, like, to build tension as JVD's cutting it. But I guess he wasn't. It was, like, a lighter. I don't know. Yeah, that didn't make make any sense. It's, like, this detonator-looking thing. It's, like, this really elaborate cigarette lighter. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, they time it so it's, like, he cuts the first, the wire right before Mm -hmm. he does it. But then it's not a thing. But then also, he still had other wires to cut and stuff to do to defuse it. So mm-hmm. it's like, whoa. What even was the point of that? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make That didn't make any sense there. Also, yeah. is that the easiest bomb to defuse ever? It's just like right. two little wires. You pull the thing down. You, yeah. you snip one wire. You snip the other wire. And then you take the C4 away. Yeah, like, he, like, turn, he pushed some other like off button. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I there guess, wasn't, I don't know. There was nothing stopping anyone. I mean, any any child could have defused that bomb. That was mm-hmm. seemed about as easy as it gets. So, after that, Van Damme starts warning the police. He finds, like, there's, like a, like, a billboard sign or something out in the parking lot that, like, has words on it, you know, see, like, welcome to the game, you know, this and that, Penguins... Stanley Cup. It would normally have stuff like that. I don't know what the name of that is. I'm blanking. But yeah, I, you know I said Bill, 
like billboard or sign or yeah, yeah I'm sure there's it. some sort of actual term for it, but it escapes me. Anyways, mm-hmm. so, so he he finds some dude in the stadium that apparently runs that, and he puts a message on there, and he's like, he, he tells them that there's bombs or where the bombs are, or something that there are bombs, I don't know, something about bombs. <laughs> <laughs> so they all see it, but of course the bad guys see it too, and that's when. Crucifix ears comes back and shoots another rocket at the board. And just, yeah, just blows up the board because, yeah, a message is that bad. I yeah, have it, to blow up this, this sign. Like overkill. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it was his only way of communicating, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, like, you know he's communicating through that. It can only come from one place. Maybe let him keep talking. Send your guys to that one place and go kill him. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. What do I know? Just a mere mortal. I'm no Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, yeah, you'd think if they they know all the plans and stuff of this building, like, hey, just send guys there and uh, kill them. Yeah, let them keep talking. This does nothing. Mm -hmm. He's the only guy that's going to stop you from doing what you're trying to do. Exactly. He's the only fly in the ointment. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay. Then he goes to, like, some workshop in the bowels of the stadium. He's got, like, pipes and, like, he's cutting things up. Casually casually sawing, like, a steel pipe after two bad guys just walked the the other direction. Right. Like, that's just loud, man. I think they're probably going to hear you. Especially in, like, concrete and, like, metal. It's just going to reverberate throughout all of it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he goes to work. He starts crafting something. And... And near, and then he like, goes and finds another bomb. You don't really know what he's done with all that, but he goes and finds another bomb, diffuses it, and next to it's like all these penguin, like stuffed animal penguins. I guess again to reinforce that's how they got the bombs in. Mm-hmm. Sure, right. And then the a bad guy finds him. And like you know, doesn't just shoot him. He waits for him to turn around because he's got to say his bad guy stuff. He's got to psychologically torture him before he puts a bullet. Yeah. It's just their M.O. <laughs> and before he can shoot him, we find out what Van Damme was doing. He shoots some sort of dart out of his wrist. <laughs> just, like, hits him in the neck and kills him. Like, direct hit. Like, I saw the pipe. I saw, like, the what he uses, the dart. Did he have some sort of compressor I missed? Yeah, it was a uh, fire extinguisher. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. I guess that has enough force, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he basically made a fire extinguisher-powered blow dart gun that he was right. able to hide in his shirt and, like, right. yeah, just ridiculous. For like, but, that one yeah. situation where it could be needed immediately pays off, so good job. But also, why not have more darts? Yeah. Why have just one dart? Yeah, you'd think uh, that, that couldn't have been, like, a 30-second thing. That, that had to have taken, like, an hour, right? Oh, easily. <laughs> that, took a, that took a while to put that thing together, I'm sure. It's management, bud. Yeah, exactly. There's bombs, don't you know? <laughs> so, so after his note to everybody, like, what, the main Secret Service guy, uh, he like, he's like, fuck this, I'm, I'm going in, you know? So he meets mm. up with him. He finds Van Damme. And, uh... <laughs> Van Damme immediately punches him in the face. 
That's for doing your job half-assed, he says. Okay. <laughs> and and the so guy's just like, right now. <laughs> and the guy's just like, okay, all right. Yeah, I, he just I, takes I, it. I understand. Like, like, fair enough, bro. You got me. Hand up. My bad. <laughs> so he t- and he, the Secret Service guy asks him how he, how he took care of the bad guy, and he just replies with magic. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did Hallmark, Hallmark just, which is the 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 uh, Secret Service guy? How did he just right. saunter in? I yeah. followed those two guys and came in. What? Okay. Well, I think we find out shortly yeah. after how. But yeah, that I was wondering. I'm like, I, I guess you could just do whatever you want. Maybe he's just that good. I don't know. Yeah. But then we find out how pretty quickly. The Secret Service guy is a traitor. He's working with Frost. He meets mm. with him on like the scaffolding above, above the the rink, and tells him about uh, in their conversation. Him and JBD's conversation. He mentioned he had a son like in section whatever, and he wants him to go, like, mm-hmm. t- like get him and, like, you know, take care of him, whatever. But instead, that's how they separate. So instead, he goes and tells Frost about this, tells him about his son. Frost tells him to go get him. This is another hostage. And uh, Kid kid turns into kind of a badass. He just, he's not having anything of it. He, he listens go with him. to what Jean-Claude told him before, and he's just exactly foot no matter what. You told him, don't you move out of the seat even if the building starts collapsing around you. He even, like, messes with him because he gets him to, like, show he's lying. Because he's like, yeah, me and your dad are friends. He's like, I'm supposed to come over for dinner to your parents' house tomorrow. He's like, my parents are divorced. He's <laughs> like, I got you, <laughs> motherfucker. I got you, bitch. You and your web of lies. So he refuses to go. The guy gets frustrated. The angry fans are yelling at him down in front there. They're not happy with him being there. He has to leave. He can't just take him. For right. Why he didn't just say, like, hey, there's a, show him the badge and be like, hey, man, there's an issue. Like, I just talked to your dad. Let's go. But whatever. He didn't. Mm-hmm. So Kid's still there. He comes up empty-handed. He goes back after Van Damme. And <laughs> I don't know when this happened. I may have just missed it. But he reveals himself to be bad guy working for working with frost for all that sweet sweet money mm-hmm. and he's got a gun on on van dam and van dam's got his hands in his pockets he gets him to pull him out and he's got the kid's squirt gun and a lighter in his hand when did he get the squirt gun from i think wait because he did go back at one point that's when he told him if the building's falling out but why did he take his squirt gun because i think well, actually, I don't did know. they even because, show that happening? I don't... Yeah, because he... doesn't mean it didn't. Because I don't think he saw the kid between him yeah, I don't, I don't squirting his sister. Yeah, was, him squirting... He, he went back at... Yeah, he, he went back at some point after the daughter had been taken. Mm-hmm. Because that was when he told him not to leave. But why did he take his squirt gun? Anyways, he has a squirt gun. Yeah. Maybe he found out that, like, the girl, like, he squirted his sister, I think. Yeah, but she's not, uh, I don't know if he knew she was kidnapped or that. I don't. Oh, yeah. You subbed her. Oh, yeah, because he's oh, like, he's like, you subbed her, didn't you? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why he takes it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sure. He's apparently filled it up with something. 
Oh, lighter fluid. He got the lighter fluid Did in that office. That? In the office, yeah. Okay, it was so it. it was so fast. He got a uh, a can of lighter fluid out of the desk randomly where the uh, the mascot lady was killed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I often I try not to miss things that when I try to cause we obviously take notes during during our watches and mm-hmm. I I try to pause it when I'm writing because I don't want to miss things like that, especially with a movie I haven't seen before. But mm-hmm. I must, it must have been when I looked down to write something because I completely missed it. Right. So he squirts the Secret Service agent, lights him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Which, he's running around, he's all on fire. They do this unnecessary close-up shortly after. Like, you find him and he's like, maybe he's not dead and he's going to come back. But no, he's pretty dead. But they do a close-up of his face just all gnarly and mangled and burned. Yeah, 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 yeah. It reminded me of, like, Gus Fring on Breaking Bad. Like, when he yeah. gets... You know, on the in the when the bomb goes off and he's got half a face. <laughs> it's like, oh, why? You're like, ew. I thought they were gonna fight again. You know, it's like, oh, he's just messed up, but like, now he's got nuts and gonna fight. Now he's just kind of like dies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. He Good did. job. Good job, practical effects guys. You get you earned your money. Mm-hmm. So after he kills him. Van Damme calls Frost. He's threatening him quite a bit for a man that has his daughter held hostage. That's the game we're going to play. Yeah, he just makes up this game and he goes along with it. (laughs) He's like, no, I'm going to try to disarm your bombs and you're going to try and stop me. It's like, what? (laughs) Why are you going along with this? No. Okay. (laughs) It's like, fine, whatever. That's the new game. I guess he likes games. And after they get off the phone with each other, Frost offers his daughter a glass of wine and a cigarette. Because that's customary for people who are about to die. And then the vice president jumps up and he gets held back. And you're like, God. Intimidate a like eight-year-old little girl. Like, What are you doing, man? Are you that? What's wrong? What's going on, man? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Because you got... You're overcompensating for something. You've got issues, bro. <laughs> uh, so, JVD's on his on his quest. He disarms another bomb. Um, they find the bad guys find him because they know he's going after the bomb. So there's only a finite amount of places he could be. They find him. Uh, they chase through the crowd. He's running through the crowd. <laughs> then. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think we could get more ridiculous in that mascot fight. Mm-hmm. But we can. Oh yeah. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> little faith. As he's running away. Before this, the goalie apparently had like the flu or something. Mm-hmm. So he has to come out of the game. And this happened like right before this all happened. Like, he has to come out of the game. Goes back to the locker room. And as. Van Damme's running away from these guys. I guess he, like... I, I Maybe I... Excuse me. Maybe I missed something here, too, but... I don't remember him going to the locker room. He just kind of, like, disappears and then comes back. Was there something I missed there? I, I'm pretty sure he just, like, ran into the locker room to Did get away. I think so. I think so. Because then all of a sudden, next thing I know, he's in full goalie equipment skating onto the ice. 
yeah, he runs he runs into the locker room and he passes you see him pass by the goalie sitting on the table laying on the table with an oxygen okay. mask on. But then I wondered that too because he put on full goalie pads and ice skates in like 30 seconds. I'm pretty sure that's like a multiple person process to like gear up a goalie, like to, to put everything. Yeah, he does it in record time. Mm-hmm. And that's his idea to get away is to get on the ice during this game in full pads. He skates over to the, to the bench. The coach somehow doesn't recognize him that it's not even close to the same dude. Yeah, like, like yeah, get, back. get in there, <laughs> get your ass in there. <laughs> of course, does, and now he's playing in Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals as the goalie, while terrorists have taken over the stadium with bombs and the. It's just wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's when I thought ex- exactly like you did. This movie cannot get more ridiculous and it's like oh a 30 second uh like alluding that he played some hockey he played goalie in canada like literally two seconds and now it's this huge plot point unbelievable like this Mm. is something like a child would write yeah and even then i think they'd be like yeah that's silly of course i can have yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) wrote this Mm. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Crazier shit's happened in this movie so far, so why not? Then we get a super slow motion save. He saves a goal against professional hockey players. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be like us. We played we played some like middle school and high school football. Yeah. That'd be like us playing the quarterback in this in the fourth quarter of the yeah. Super Bowl. I played something. some B team linebacker in seventh grade, so like I can just get out in the middle of the Super Bowl and and st- stick somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so he has this dramatic save. Like first off, why does he give a shit if they score or not? Yeah. He's acting like. It does end up being life or death, but how does he know that? We'll touch on that later. But yeah, what does he give a fuck? Maybe his hockey skills came back, and it's he just, just the competitive I, nature. Because the way it goes in slow motion, everything, and like his face is just like it's like a climax of like if I don't do this, like everybody dies. But like, no, it's just a hockey game. Like that has nothing to do with anything right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just your escape from these guys trying to kill you. This doesn't matter. It did, but he doesn't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And I really want to talk about that. Why yeah. it matters. Yeah. But he saves it, of course, because he's the hero. And then does some sign language to his. He somehow picks out his son in like 60,000 people stadium or wherever the hell it is. Finds his son and does his little sign language thing. So that comes back. Mm-hmm. Exactly what he says to him. But that's how he knows. I don't even know why he needed his son to know he was out there. Yeah, that's <laughs> he never moves. <laughs> Maybe to show his son that he is a hero and is a badass or something because his son thinks he's like a joke, I guess. That's but like bigger fish, right? At this yeah. moment. <laughs> totally <laughs> bigger like, fish at this moment. It's about you right now. You, there's this whole building's set to blow your other kids at gunpoint with a maniac. Like what what are we doing? Mhm. Cuz like all that's going to do is freak the kid out cuz now he's like got to be good. 
if you were that kid, you'd be going insane. You'd be like, why is my dad playing hockey in this game right now? Like, yeah. what could possibly be happening? That, that probably broke his little brain for a second. <laughs> I, I can barely, I don't understand it, and I'm a full-grown adult. Like, mm. what the hell is going on in that kid's head? <laughs> so, now he's on the ice. Like, what's he going to do? He starts a fight. Of course. Mm-hmm. They kick him out of the game, I guess. And he, he goes back to the locker room. And it takes him forever to get out of his equipment, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't make sense how he got into it, but I guess now it does. That's a thing that they have to worry about. He's like cutting things off, trying to get out of it. Uh, one of the bad guys also like notices. That's the other thing. A guy, one of the bad guys notices he's out on the ice, and it's him. Mm-hmm. Even though the, and he's like hundreds of yards away in the stands, but the coach that was six inches away from him had no idea that that wasn't the guy he's coached the entire year, probably four years, for multiple years. He didn't know that was a different guy, but the guy who's just now seen him notices him from the stands. <laughs> looking at the ice, like that'd be the last place you'd think this guy has all of a sudden gone. You'd think. <laughs> Unless he just like fell on his ass and gave up a goal, then it was like, well, that was weird. What's going on out there? Yeah. But nothing out of the ordinary happened. Mm-mm. Okay, but sure, he sees him. He chases him into the locker room. Uh, was, I think he kills the, He, like, knocks that guy out or something. He uh, gets all his stuff off, and then he's, like, back in his normal gear all of a sudden, just, like, smash mm-hmm. to, from struggling to get it off. And all of a sudden, he's just, he's just back in his normal Van Damme two-tight shirt, T-shirt, and, and boots and everything. And so he takes that guy out and beats up a few guys in this time. The time's running out uh, of the game, and that's the third period, end of the game. Penguins are down by one. So when the game ends, then the, everything's going to be blown up because they haven't moved the money yet. I don't know what they're doing, by the way, these people with the money. Like, what are you doing? It's the, it's, 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 the, it's the 90s. Their internet was really slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is happening? Like, you've got, like, thousands of people's lives on the line. Just move the money. They don't make it on any period, so they're just killing people because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, time's running out. He's got his finger like on the on the trigger as the time goes out, and right before time ends, uh, Penguins guy scores a goal, ties it up. And this this guy Frost, man, he's a stickler for his own rules he created. Mm-hmm. He said end of third period, but since they're tied, well. Now they have more time, I guess. I guess. I guess now they have more time. (laughs) (laughs) You made these rules. There's no, like, timer that you set that can't be changed. It can only end, you know, it only goes off when the game ends, you know, or whatever. It's it's in his hand. He can do whatever he wants. Right. But, uh, okay, that's the new premise we're working with, sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So... And then we get another one of my favorites. We get the name of the movie. The, the announcer says, it's sudden death. And it says <laughs> the overtime starts. So we yes! got that. Happy. <laughs> so they start their sudden death. Fandam crawls under the roof for some reason. For a really long time. Yeah, and it's like, man, upper body strength for days. Why did he go up there? I think there was another bomb. 
up there? Yeah, I, that was my first thought, but I don't recall him actually, like, disarming anything. Like, it could have been for what he does later, but if that was his plan to get there, like, that's seems like could have gone a different direction. Yeah, it seems but, very complicated. But yeah, he gets up there <laughs> and fights crucifix ears, mm-hmm. kicks him off the roof. Oh, no, that was somebody else. Was Cruci- it? Crucifix ears is in the helicopter at the end. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. I assumed it was him. Oh, poor guy. He almost made it. So, yeah, he kicks someone off. He Before this, for some reason, I thought he was defusing a bomb, but instead he was opening the roof of the dome? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was his plan, was to go up on the roof and mm-hmm. down through... <laughs> <laughs> Nice guy through the hole in the roof that he's opened for whatever reason, and the guy falls on like, or no, that that... there's a couple guys. One of them he knocks off. There's two guys, yeah. And into like the scoreboard that's in the middle of the ice above the ice, and like Mm -hmm. all these things start exploding for some reason, like everywhere. Looks like fireworks are going off in the stadium, so everyone's freaking out, of course. Because that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Like, what in the that, hell? That's when Van Dam then like goes down to like grabs like a like swings over to like a camera and like yeah yeah down and he like jumps. He's like hundreds of feet up in the air, mind you, like at the top of this this uh, arena and like swing like zip lines down on this camera and like swings over like a trapeze artist like to serious this, acrobatics like, for sure. Yeah, just holding on. And at one point, he had, like, put a bunch of powder in a in a mason jar. You know, oh, really- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he put liquid in a small jar, and then he put yeah. the small jar into the big jar with a bunch of, like, powder. And you're like, okay, this looks... I guess he's making a bomb. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he attaches it, like, to his belt and does this whole acrobatic nonsense and throws the... As he's going, getting closer and closer to the to the box with the with his daughter and the vice president and everybody, all the bad guys. He, like, throws the bomb. It blows up, like, the top of it. And he swings down through the hole and gets a gun, starts shooting everybody. Kills pretty much all the bad guys. Saves the day. Frost escapes, though. Mm-hmm. So he saved everybody. He's like... Oh, and then the whole stadium's obviously in panic because things are it's going crazy. Things are blowing up. Everyone's trying to get out. It's bedlam. Mayhem. He, they're just trying to get out of the stadium with his daughter, and he goes back to his son. He gets right. He gets, yeah. Gets he his gets daughter goes back to his son, who's the only person in the seats at that moment. He he's just like, to everyone, leave. everyone left, I but I stayed. Yeah. We have a little moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Collects his, his offspring, trying to get him out of the stadium, and as they're doing this, there's people going nuts all around. It's, it's crazy, but somehow. The daughter, the stamp, comes back because she had stamped Frost. Like, tr- she was trying to hit him at one point and stamped his hand. And somehow she sees, through all the people, she sees the hand stamp. Daddy, and, it's him! Yeah, it starts, like, kind of following him and yelling. And Frost sees her. He's got this awesome wig and, like, this Penguin's bomber jacket. It's pretty dope. <laughs> and a mustache. Yeah, that wig was uh, incredible. Oh, my God. Like, it's, it, it, he looked... With his wig and mustache, he looked like Lieutenant Dangle 
or like Officer Dangle yeah. from Reno 911. He's just like the <laughs> fakest wig I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Worst disguise of all time. But he then grabs her, takes off. So he's got her as a hostage again. Good job, John. Mm-hmm. And oh wait, before that, sorry to make things worse, he's Frost started detonating the bombs he hadn't he hadn't uh, diffused. So mm-hmm. that causes chaos. That happened before this, but yeah, that happened. They just like blow up and like there's a wake up wave pool going on down the stairs or yeah like i i i i wondered that too i imagine he they like blew up like a water main or something yeah like, the bombs don't seem to really hurt anybody they just seem to cause some chaos so it's like why'd you even put a bomb there that didn't do anything but whatever mm. and so now frost has his daughter van damme ch- is is chasing and he eventually catches up to him. They're, like, above the scoreboard on, like, some platform. I don't know how they got up there so fast, but that's where they are. They fight for a bit, and there's a helicopter, you see, above the stadium. It's got this big-ass rope ladder. So that's that's Frost's plan. That's his backup plan. That's how he's going to mm-hmm. escape. And I, exactly. Apparently, Crucifix Series is on that, which I missed. Yeah, he's wearing the pink caught. shirt. Yeah. Okay. Luckily, you caught that, because I would not want to do my man wrong. And... He's, like, threatening the daughter. He's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I, I want you to live with your daughter being dead, so he's like going to kill his daughter. He does the, like, I'm going to jump in front of the bullet thing, but he doesn't even shoot her. Gets, gun gets knocked out of his hand somehow, whatever. He starts laughing and, like, doing the bad guy thing, trying to get away. He's climbing up the ladder. Van mm-hmm. Dam's having none of it. Climbs up the ladder behind him, starts shooting straight up into the helicopter, kills, like, Everybody, except for Frost, who's already in the helicopter as well. He shoots, kills all the pilots. So the thing starts crashing. But, like, the most, like, controlled, slowest crash I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and just completely vertical. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's the most defying of physics you could possibly have done. Because he didn't open up the whole stadium. He opened up, like, this tiny little, maybe, like, 20 yard thing like just like a tiny little chunk of it so it's not very big yeah something like that it was just ridiculous the the helicopter immediately goes like vertical like straight up and down Mm -hmm. and slowly falls into this tiny little crack of open open air of the stadium and slowly falls down staying completely up upright and as it goes past him they lock eyes of course. It's super slow motion. Uh, he's screaming the whole way down. Boom, explodes on a big fireball on ice. He saved the day. And also, did you notice how when the when the helicopter explodes, you see it in the reflection of little Emily's glasses? Like she's oh. looking on the explosion and it's like in her glasses while she looks on it like defiantly. That kid is so <laughs> traumatized. So traumatized. I mean, she witnessed multiple murders, like, right up close. Her life was threatened many times. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just brutal. And then the next scene is just, like, him being carted out on a stretcher, like, to an ambulance. Then the movie's just over. Yeah. Like, abruptly and, over. 
Yeah, like the 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 boy said, you should have seen my dad. And then you hear the little girl go, my daddy's a fireman. So yeah. he finally got his wish. His kids yeah. think he's a hero. Right. And yeah, and it's blackout. so. I kept expecting like a like a diehard scene, you know, when he's out afterwards. You think everything's done, and then the German guy like pulls the mm-hmm. the gun out and tries to shoot him, and in uh, in Family Matters saves the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they Which really wanted it, Secret Service agent was going to be like his Family Matters guy, you know, his his uh, John, what's his name, like Val, uh, John, uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. That's it. I knew. Yeah, was, yeah. I thought that was going to be his Reggie. But now he was a bad guy. Yeah. So and I, I thought someone had to be alive. It's yeah. Like, it's just credits. Like it's just yeah. a, so abrupt, so quickly for a movie that was almost two hours long. Yeah. Just ridiculous. And that. That's, and that sudden death. That sudden death. <laughs> um, I have a few little trivia tidbits. Oh, please. I can, please. Um, one thing I always love to share: the body count. Uh, thirty six. Oh, yeah. I'm actually surprised it was that high. Yeah, I um, guess he, they did. The terrorists did kill a bunch of like random people. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently the writer wanted it to be like a, a comedy slash like action movie parody. Hence, why he wrote, you know, Police Academy and Loaded Gun. That and... does make sense. Yeah, because mm-hmm. loaded, loaded, what loaded weapon or something. Loaded weapon. Oh, sorry. It's yeah, loaded weapon. Parody. This makes. This is makes so much more sense if it was written as a, a parody, like with oh, a fight, yeah. and like him going on the ice and being a goalie and the mascot thing, like that should be a parody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they tried to play, they left those parody elements in, but tried to play it as like a serious, like badass, like action movie. Yeah. Well, he did keep. They did keep one scene in. Can you guess what that scene is? It had to be the mascot, right? You bet your ass it was. <laughs> now I want to see that movie. I think that'd be yeah. incredible. Oh, for that's, sure. That's legitimately funny if you're trying mm-hmm. to make that funny. Yeah. Like, I thought it was funny because I didn't think they were. So I thought it was funny for a completely different reason. But if we would have gotten an hour, 50 minutes of stuff like that, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Oh, totally. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I have a lot more respect for this writer now. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently all the big 90s, 80s and 90s action movies, guys, the three bigs turned it down. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Mm. Um, a sequel was planned, but scrapped. Oh. <laughs> um, and then James Woods was originally supposed to play uh, Powers Booth's character, but turned I it down. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I could see the, some crazy James Woods energy coming in there. I thought Powers Booth did actually like a really he good did job. a hell of a good job. But also, he was playing a very serious movie, and it was mm-hmm. just like yeah, I don't put that on him at, at all. Yeah, I also have a major discrepancy with this movie. Um, Jean Claude didn't do his kick. No, he did no splits. He did no splits, but he also didn't do his famous like you know flying you know. 360 yeah. roundhouse kick. What's up with that? Yeah, you have Van Dam, who is like this talented martial artist. Yeah, like, legitimately talented. Uh huh. Very. He knows what he's doing in that arena. Yeah. And, like, they didn't really use it at all. Like even yeah. when he was fighting, there wasn't much of like him doing anything incredible. It was just kind of brawling. 
Yeah, there was a couple. There was one where he's fighting the guy, uh, where he's fighting the big black dude in the yeah, hockey. Yeah, a where, pretty crazy kick. Yeah, he does like that the double, double leg, double yeah, leg like a kick. wrestling move. <laughs> yeah, but really, like, yeah, that's about it. I mean, if you're going for a serious movie, it would make no sense for him to be that trained. Like, they didn't do any type of exposition right. of why he would know how to do that. Right. But if you're going for a parody, it would be very funny for him to be like this master martial artist for no reason, even though he's just some Irish cop or Irish fireman. Yeah, yeah. And that would be funny, but mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder when they decided to change that. I think when Van Damme came on. Uh, yeah, he was like, no, 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 I want to be serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, because he doesn't long. have any of the cheesy like one-liners that like no, a, lot of... a lot of there weren't a lot yeah. of one-liners no he in these moments when the guy dies it just cuts to van damme and he has this like very serious yeah. like like scared look on his face because yeah. he's trying to be a he's trying he's taking it super seriously and he's trying to be like a serious dramatic actor in those he, moments he did kind of do a good job at that yeah yeah it felt weird because of just how ridiculous the movie was but like mm-hmm. him and powers booth were like in a different movie you know, they totally. were like playing this totally serious and like, cause that he did actually emote pretty well with like his facial, the way he, his face, you know, like he, he, he did, you could tell like he was, he was like pained him to do certain things and like things he was doing and seeing were messed up and like, it was totally. taking a toll. Like, he actually did a good job. Yeah. It's just, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm so bummed we didn't get that parody. That would have been incredible. There's got to be, I mean, who knows? Maybe we can write one. We can write an action I, I, movie parody. I would love to. Because yeah. now I'm thinking of all these different ideas and like things mm-hmm. they almost went for but just didn't. I think I have one. I think I told you about it, but we can, we can talk about it off camera. I mean, off, uh, off, off uh, mic. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to get into it. Um, so next week we're doing... Time Cop. JVDSEP yes. continues yes. with three. Time Cop. I love Time Cop. Me too. Same director. I love it so much. Yeah. And that is also... Yeah, it is. You're right. And that is also on uh, Netflix for anyone who wants to watch Mm -hmm. it for free. Oh, nice. nice. You don't have to go spend your hard-earned money on Time Cop. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't judge you if you did because it's fantastic. (laughs) Anything else? No, that's all I got. Yeah, well... um... Now that they're official, Action Movie Book Club on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, right. Hit us up if you have any things you want to talk about, things you want to discuss, movies you want to see us discuss. Um, yeah. let, it, let us know. We'd Absolutely. love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, happy trail time.